Hey guys, it's Danny K just doing some pre-show housekeeping? Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to call it. Anyways, just want to let you guys know you can follow all of us on our Twitch pages. Just go to Twitch and then look up Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E, Ren147, and of course Spectissa, S-P-E-C-T-I-S-S-A. We also have a Twitter that you guys can follow us at. Just go to at NTNPod. You can keep up with us there. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you are in either of those, you can check it out there, as well as our YouTube channel. Just look up Next to Nothing Podcast. You'll find us right there. We're also going to start doing reruns of the show every Thursday after the show goes live. So if you guys miss us on Tuesday and want to chat with people while watching it, you can watch it there. Other than that, enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Happy Tuesday. It's time for Next to Nothing here on twitch.tv slash Danny K. I'm going to go ahead and unmute myself. I don't really anywhere. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey, what's up, Danny? Hey, what's happening, dude? Good. Not much. Just going to swap it so we can see beautiful faces. And, oh. and uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, oh, look at that beautiful beard, dude. Oh. I got a question. Do you like, you, like condition your beard or what's up? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Dude, I don't know. I tried not conditioning my beard before. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Don't yeah. do that. Don't don't oh not God. condition your beard, huh? It's really bad. Like it is the worst. Yeah. God. At least now it's like soft. Like it's actual hair. Mm. And if you don't condition it, it's like, it's 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 bad. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, you know, I haven't seen Darkseid's face, but I have a feeling he can grow a pretty mean beard too. Is that true? Is that? I have one, yeah. You have one? What do you... Yeah. What, do you have to, like, condition it, too, or what? Did my camera I shave die? it off. Yeah. Mine, like, stabs people. Like, my hair's so well, thick, like, I can walk up and, like, stab people with okay. my beard hair. Oh, yeah. I, uh... I think people have seen... Um... Uh, <laughs> people have seen that, uh, I get, like, the thin... Uh, beard. I don't. It's not very. It's not like thick, but it's at least even. So I don't feel bad growing it out. Because you know it's evenly thick. <laughs> and, and is it like the five o'clock shadow thing going on? What is it? Because um, I don't think I've seen it before. I, I Maybe had, I have. I had it last week. Oh, it's, I did. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, also. Yeah. I also went a full day on. I think it was. Uh, Sunday, I think I want a full day with, or no, Saturday. It was Saturday. I want a full day with a mustache, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> like, nah, this isn't, this isn't gonna work. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, I tried that once before, and I was like, I'm okay, I'm good. <laughs> we can, we can skip. This. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine without that. <laughs> so, I'd rather play the whole of my 16 or my like 30 strat. <laughs> So, welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about games to waste your time on and not your money, gaming on a budget when the wallet is thin. I am joined by two lovely gentlemen today, Ren147, and uh, the man who needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways, Father Time, the man, the myth, the three-hour hatch standoff legend Darkseid here on uh, Twitch. How's it going, guys? I'm doing great. I'm having a good day. I can't complain. How you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. 
Oh my god. I told Darkseid. Good too until you brought up that three hour hat stand. <laughs> Dude, I completely like forgot about that. And then like you said it and I was just like, wait, no. So, so oh, for those who aren't familiar with uh, Darkseid, uh, he is a mostly uh, Dead by Daylight streamer here on Twitch. And there happened to be a night in which a killer would not let him go. So they stood in a game for three hours. <laughs> and he won. <laughs> Let's you just know. get that out there. That he he fucking won. <laughs> I actually went to the kitchen, grabbed a twenty-four pack of Red Bull, put it down beside my computer, and was like, "Screw this guy. He's not getting his win." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It just makes me so happy. Anytime I think about it, that somebody was that dedicated, and that you <laughs> you were is equally you are more dedicated. <laughs> You could have easily just I was DC'd. At, I was going to quit until he said, I wasn't going to do this, but you have Twitch TV in your name. And I was like, screw you. You're not winning now. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <clears throat> but no Spectissa. She's off doing things. She's a busy woman. So she is not with us uh, today, hopefully next week. And hopefully we'll have a four-person a four discussion. Hopefully. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It'll be the first time in this in the iteration. It'll be next of, level. Yeah, it'll be real next level. So let's just get into it, guys. What have you uh, What have you been playing? Who wants to go first? I've literally been addicted to Monster Hunter. Oh yeah. Since it came out, like I have not put it down. It's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. The game is great. There's like there's some big problems with it, mostly like connection issues for multiplayer. It's kind of trash right now in that aspect. Mm -hmm. The game itself is awesome, though. As somebody who has never played, like, a Monster Hunter game, I think I've only played, like, 20 minutes of Dauntless. Yeah. It's real steep learning curve. Like, I wasn't... I got worried at first that I wasn't actually going to like it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I finally got over the hurdle, and I was like, holy shit, I think I love this game. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think this game is great. But, uh, yeah, I've been pretty much nonstop addicted to uh monster Hunter world right now yeah it's been it's been good and you have really enjoyed it have you never played a monster hunter game until this no no i i've never played one i've watched maybe like 10 minutes of one total mm -hmm. um but nothing like this and i i had an understanding that like it was all just like you have a giant weapon and like you just kill monsters and it's not exactly the case even the person that we're watching right now mm -hmm. they're using the weapon that i normally use Mm -hmm. um which is like a really like somewhat lightweight weapon that like you can hop up in the air and just fucking do like crazy moves and you look like a badass doing it mm -hmm. it's it's great oh my god there's there's so many cool like things yeah i don't know because i i remember that dauntless was fairly limited in its weapon like mm -hmm. kits and everything yeah but is. like the I think there's like 14 different weapons in this, and all of them have like crazy combo moves, and it's just like nutty. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I don't know. So everybody plays differently. I think there's even one person that runs around with like a harp, a horn. He runs around with a giant horn, and he just like he uses it to buff allies, mm -hmm. but it's also a hammer. So you like you just beat the crap out of people with a giant trumpet basically i mean it's great have you never been in band camp <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you 
Let me tell you, you know, I didn't get I didn't get these muscles from all the squats on this damn stream. <laughs> oh my god. I got these muscles from Bandcamp. I played Euphonium. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, I, I've I've been really enjoying it. I've been yeah. having a great time with it. I'm not even like close to finished, I think, mm -hmm. because I I beat what that game told me was the main boss, and then it just kept going, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, and then things got like I I just got to the point where like things got like doubly hard, and now I have to worry about things all over again because mm -hmm. it was like off the start you're just like I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to play this game. This dude's wrecking me. I don't know. Um, and then, like, eventually you get comfortable with it and then just out of nowhere. It's just like, by the way, we're hard again. We're, we're really difficult. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I, I've really been enjoying it. I actually thought the game was supposed to be easier. Like, that was my thought. I thought it was just, like, a game where you run around and you kill giant monsters. And, like, that's it. Not, like, a difficulty curve at all or anything. The game is actually not easy <laughs> that was the thing that actually surprised me the most was like yeah. i was yeah. expecting it to not be it it reminds me of like a much more it's it's everyone's favorite fucking term to describe anything a much more actiony less like dark dark souls mm -hmm. which was really cool to me that was not something i was expecting at all like yeah. in the slightest but yeah there's so much depth for a game that I didn't think I was going to get super into. Yeah. And that's that's what has definitely kept me going, for sure. It's like, you do one fight, and you're all like, okay, I did that great. I need to still farm parts for this guy. So, like, let's see if I can do it better. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you just, like, mm -hmm. annihilate the guy the next time. You're like, yeah, that's right. I did things. So it feels really rewarding. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I've been really... There hasn't been a time in a... Well, that's not true. There's been two boss fights I've just recently done that made me a little salty, to say the least. Yeah. One of them was... I was hunting a dragon, and I... So, for those who have never played like a Monster Hunter World game or anything like that, I guess the standard is to have a 30-minute boss fight. That's just the thing. Mm -hmm. So... I was fighting this boss, and this boss was really difficult. I was fighting it for, like, 40 minutes. And, like, I finally get it really low, and then it leaves the map. And then it's just gone forever. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I needed that. So I was I was freaking out a little bit on that one. That one tilted me a bit. I, and then the next... Yeah, go I would for have it. tilted. I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, no, I, I lost my shit. I was not, I was not happy. Uh, I did it again. I actually got it because the thing did not like. So, when you uh when you like start doing damage to a monster, they'll have a chance to like uh, try to book it and run away to a different area. Mm -hmm. Um, the last one, the one that I was like spending like forty minutes on, kept traveling from like one side of the map to the other. Just all like, yeah, you're never gonna catch me. Get real, and it's like, okay, great, awesome. And, like, the next one, it was just like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop next door. I'm just gonna hang out with some plants and stuff. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's chill over here. It's like, okay, alright, I see how it is. I get it. But, uh, I don't know. I haven't, like, outright just hated the game. Yeah. That's definitely been the most salty moment that I've had playing it. But, uh, I, I've never actually just been like, 
game sucks. Like, this game is horrible. I think the only things that it's really bad about is its beginning tutorial. Yeah. Because there not really is one. I don't know. It, it was like... It, it pretty much just was, go hunt monsters. Just go do it. And it's like, but I know that there's like a food thing, and I'm supposed to eat every time I go out. And it's like, okay, all right, I guess. Are we going to talk about that? No? Oh, okay. All right, it's fine. I don't know. I would think that, like, if you give it, if you actually give it a chance, I think it's really good. Yeah. But I can definitely see people just being like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to swap off. <clears throat> but, yeah. For the amount of time that I put in to learn it, I feel like it's been really rewarding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What is this game re retailing for? Do you know? 60, 60? I think. Because it, yeah. it is a port. It is the... Yeah. And I think it's the first Monster Hunter game to come to PC. Yes, that is very true. Um, hold on. Let me check for sure. Yeah. I spent I spent 60. I think that you can spend like 80 for like a deluxe edition, but I wouldn't recommend it because I don't... I, it probably isn't even going to be worth it. I haven't even checked to see what you get out of it, but I'm assuming it's probably like gear. Dark and if you're getting yeah. DLC gear, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Dark said, it's not like you're going to say something. What was that? No, I didn't say anything. Oh. I'm muted. No, oh. sorry. I thought you were going to say something there. It sounded like you were going to, uh, yeah, interject. But so to you, I mean, is it worth picking up now or is it worth waiting for a sale? To me, yes. Pick to me, now. yeah, absolutely. I actually really enjoy it. If you can get it on sale, for sure get it mm -hmm. because I've never played a game like this. Little like I've never even heard of a game like this on PC aside from Dauntless. And I think from what I've played, this is like Dauntless 5.0 because I've I have not hated any specific part. And like with Dauntless, I think the big problem that I had was like the lack of depth. Mm -hmm. It's like there is some depth, but it doesn't really go like super hardcore into anything. Yeah. But this is a uh, it really rewards you on like learning things which is cool really like that like there's even environmental mechanics i didn't even know about environmental like traps and things like that until like hour like five and then it's just like out of nowhere oh you see that like big set of rocks that are like hanging from the ceiling mm -hmm. dude you all you have to do is just bait a giant monster over there just shoot it and then bam easy like easy peasy <laughs> yeah I don't know. There's even, like, you can run monsters into, like, trees or stuff like that to, like, create vine traps. Yeah. And things like that. There was a whole bunch of, like, different mechanics that I just didn't know was a thing. Like, I never even expected it out yeah. of the game itself. So, yeah. I definitely recommend it, for sure. Um, honestly, if you're, like, strapped on cash and you don't want to pick it right now, but you do want to pick it up soon, I'd probably wait a week. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, the servers are still being pretty bad. Like, yeah. I'm going to be honest, the servers have been rough. Um, you have to, like, go through a lot of weird loopholes to, like, get online sessions to really work fluidly. Mm -hmm. But when you're actually in an online session, it feels really good. But that being said, the servers crash, like, every, like, three hours or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of expected for something that's, like, just recently released on PC, though. I'm not super surprised. I'm a little bit surprised because they had like eight months to <laughs> see this thing coming. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at on it. Mm -hmm. um, and... <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say in terms of it, like because it is a port mm -hmm. um, in terms of the porting, 
I don't think it's that bad. I there's like some big problems that I have with it. Mostly the menuing system. Like when you're depositing items and things like that, doing inventory storage, all that. Inventory management's really wonky. Um aside from that, the actual gameplay itself feels fine. Um you'll have like a I'm going to call it a sidearm. It's like a slinger, kind of like a slingshot that's attached to your arm. Mm-hmm. There's specifically for this weapon, there's two different buttons that you use. So like, if you notice, he has like this bug that works as like a replacement for your slinger. Um, but you can use the other one and the buttons are really close to each other and they're like toggles, which is weird. So like mm-hmm. you have to press one and then like you're just stuck in that if you just like don't think about it. Because I know I've been stuck in like I've just been holding my arm up like an idiot, just like aiming at a boss, but I don't have anything. And I'm just like, I don't want to be doing this. Let me out of the screen, please. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. That really the biggest problem I have in terms of the porting is the inventory management, though. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Aside from that, it's great. Yeah. Uh, were you playing with keyboard and mouse or are you doing it with controller? I, I've tried controller. Controller is better. Okay. Just fact mm-hmm. but i've already spent too much time playing on keyboard and mouse that i'm like way too used to control like i'm just i'm ingrained with the controls at this point yeah so it's like i could i mean i could like spend like an hour and like get good with the controller but i've already <laughs> i've already spent like 30 hours on keyboard i might as well just stick with it at this point mm-hmm. yeah um i would say if you do have a controller and you can use it i would Hundred okay. percent. Um. Yeah. If you can't, it's no big deal. It's really not that bad. I think the porting okay. is relatively fun. <clears throat> yeah, because that's always a concern of mine when I'm looking at it's particularly games kind of like this. Yeah. Where the the con- where it was developed with a controller in mind and not a, uh, not a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Um. You know, for someone that might be looking into it, you know, is that another peripheral? Of- like, I don't have a controller, so yeah, is that, like, no, another peripheral exactly. that I'm really going to need? Like, a required thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, like, with fighting games, it's almost, like, required to get a controller or some other peripheral. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's some mm-hmm. fighting fighting combo aspects in this game. Yeah. That I could see where a controller would definitely be nice. Yeah. Honestly, j- I think it's just because I haven't gotten used to the controller. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of the moves, like these aerial dashes and things like that, feel really wonky to me on controller mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense but like they just don't feel right on keyboard mouse i feel like they're really good like i haven't even like remotely questioned like how i'm gonna maneuver or anything like that and like since it is mouse movement you have a little bit more control mm-hmm. over like how you're gonna aim and position i think that's probably like the bigger reason why um but yeah in terms of porting i haven't really seen anything i've hated the only thing i really like did not like was the inventory system and that's it inventory management on keyboard mouse is a pain Mm -hmm. that's (laughs) that's just a fact um everything else has felt fine though i've i've even like started up a second character because i'm using this glaive on my like main one but i've tried like using daggers instead and the gameplay feels like entirely different like, there's a lot, like, more of a different pace to it. So, like, with the Glaive, it's a lot more, like, you're trying to... Really, your big goal is trying to mount on top of the monster and then force it to, like, go down mm-hmm. with the Glaive. 
Whereas like with dual daggers or something like that, you're really just like trying to put out as much damage as possible. And that's it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think the like the fact that there's like so many different ways to play it and like some of them are similar, but none of them are like the exact same. Like probably the closest thing to being the same is maybe like the hammer and the horn. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Aside from that, like every playstyle feels like somewhat different, even like the moves and the combos and the finishers and everything. Like, they all have their own style, which is awesome. Love it. I've really been enjoying it so far. Cool. <laughs> like, a lot. Yeah. Well, anytime I, I pop into your stream, it seems lately you're playing this. In the last yeah. week or so, it's just been uh, Monster yeah. Hunter World. So, you know, kind of keeping in, in theme here with the show being, you know, uh, gaming when the wallet is thin... Mm -hmm. um are there any microtransactions or anything like that that anyone needs to look out for or is it all you know pretty upfront yeah it's all pretty upfront i haven't even like heard of a microtransaction even okay. being like offered the only thing that i've noticed is um there's like a specific section mm -hmm. like in your house and to be honest you don't even use your house that often it's like a luxury thing that just sort of exists you kind of just put critters into it yeah and that's it um there was, like, a claim add-ons and bonuses thing, but really that's for, like, grabbing DLC items or anything like that. So, for example, I pre-ordered it, um, and it came with, like, a set of really basic gear, and basically it was in there. There was, like, a charm, some other stuff, and it was all just, like, in that section. So I'm pretty sure that's all it is. Um, I have not even seen anything. I haven't noticed anything that would even, like, warrant uh, microtransactions, you know what I mean? Like, with some games, it's like, yeah, I can kind of see microtransactions being a thing here. But really, so far, I haven't seen anything at all. Okay. Everything is pretty, like, open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darkseid, do you have any questions at all? Because I think I've had everything I've been curious about answered. I uh, don't really have any questions for the sheer fact I've played a lot of the Monster Hunter series and I'm mm. not a huge fan whatsoever. Okay. It's oh, really? a very, very rough grind on collecting a lot of materials to make certain things. And I think they put poured way too much into their crafting system than they did their games. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And they do that as a way to hold you there for longer periods because, you know, it's you're done killing everything what do you got left it's a crafting system and they drag that out way too long that's why mm -hmm. i never even touched monster hunter worlds i stopped in the last monster hunter because i just got fed up with it gotcha gotcha okay. gotcha gotcha yeah i don't know i haven't minded the grind so far like it's felt fine i i heard that like a lot of the previous ones are really grindy this one hasn't felt super bad but then again i have no experience with any of the other ones so i'm not sure but uh yeah I can understand that, though. I definitely can understand that, because this is a grind fest. But, uh, yeah. I've enjoyed the grind. I haven't really hated it at any point. Well, you do have a leg up with one thing. At least you can go do it with your friends. You couldn't do that before in any of the other Monster Hunters. Yeah. You had to do it alone. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, that probably is what makes the grind not that bad anymore. It's just because, like, if I want to go grind, I can go hang out with people. And it'll probably be, like, really easy because I already know, like, the boss and how they work and everything like that. But, 
like i don't know maybe a friend won't and they'll just like freak out and they'll be like what is this it's a bird with a giant tongue that just pukes at people and it's like i don't know dude beat it up i'll watch (laughs) it's like no oh man yeah but yeah i i've definitely enjoyed it with friends for sure i think once the uh server issues get resolved a little bit more it'll definitely be a lot more worth picking up mm. or at least checking out for sure right now i can fully understand if somebody's just like i would pick it up but no <laughs> i'm okay i get it i understand i totally get it but like I, w- I would definitely like consider picking this up at some point okay anything yeah. else on this game i think i'm good i feel like i covered it I feel like I covered a lot. Really, just to, like, boil it down. Good game. Uh, hard, steep, steep learning curve. Um, and inventory for the PC port kind of blows. But gameplay itself feels really fluid. Cool. So, so yeah. from what I'm understanding from Ren is, you know, maybe you just got your paycheck. You You are looking for something that's, you know, maybe a little bit more... Uh, higher end, triple A, you know, if you have the money, go ahead and pick this up now. If you're waiting, if you want, wait for a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I would fully get it if somebody was going to wait for a sale on this. A hundred percent. Cool. Um, Dark Side, do you want to talk about yours or you want to go into mine? No, we can do mine. I, right. I'm ready for it. You're going to have to pull up Amnesia, the Dark Descent. Yep. Not a machine for pigs, not that garbage. Dark Descent. <laughs> Yeah, Amnesia Dark Descent? Yep. Alright. And we have... Re- um, I think I have it right now. Um, and the gameplay that we're watching is from Survival Horror Network. Um, SHN. Definitely not Amnesia the Dark Descent. You sure? Yes. Amnesia the Dark Descent is set in the 18th century. Oh, let me see. No, this looks like this looks like Amnesia. I think that was just like the channel that was streaming it. Oh. Okay. Let's yeah. see here. So far it looks like it. Yeah, that's Amnesia. There we go. So you can get that right now on Steam for 20 bucks. But I bought it when it was on sale for five bucks. Mm-hmm. And it was the best five bucks I ever spent. It is actually an old-style 18th-century horror game where it bases the horror aspect off the atmosphere and not just a bunch of cheesy jump scares or action because you don't get a weapon in this game. Your weapon is a lamp with some lamp oil. And my God, is that lamp oil ever so precious to you? The lamp oil... (laughs) Is it whale oil, too? Uh, I I have no idea. (laughs) It just comes in little jars. The graphics aren't that great in this game. It's this game is all about the gameplay, the puzzles, and the story, and it's got a great storyline. You play as a guy named Daniel, wake up in this castle, and you have, of course, amnesia. You can't really remember why you're there, what you're doing there, and you kind of have flashbacks as you play and journal entries that he wrote himself to read to kind of jog his memory of what he was doing there. The castle is extremely large. And I mean, unbelievably large. And every object you see, you can pretty much pick it up, throw it around, carry it with you. You want a barrel, pick up a barrel. You want a table, bring the table with you. You want to throw a chair down the hallway, pick up the chairs. 
everything is interactable. You can open up uh, cabinets, drawers. This is your showing your inventory right now. And the lantern, when you have the light on, you're fine. You can see everything fine, but when that lamp goes out or you run out of oil, you're in the darkness and you have a sanity meter. This sanity meter will actually drive you pretty bonkers when you turn it out. You'll see spiders walking down the screen. It'll start obscuring your view of everything. You won't be able to, the sound will be off, so you can't tell if anything's coming because there are monsters and creatures in this building that will kill you. They'll find you, and they will kill you, and they don't stop. They will hunt you down. They'll search through debris if you're trying to hide behind stuff. They'll open closet doors, which is a pretty cool aspect. I think DBD actually drew their closet hiding out of this game because this was out long before Dead by Daylight was. Mm -hmm. So right now, he's standing in the light. You can also light candles to light your path to head down the way, but you have to find tinder boxes for that which are very hard to find. Just a second, pulling up my notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I played this uh, once before, and I really enjoyed it. I think Especially okay. considering how often it goes on sale, because it goes on sale, like, a lot. It's definitely, like, a really, a really quick, cheap, like, you should definitely pick this up if you're even thinking about horror game. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it... I, the atmosphere on it, it gets really tense going through this building because it doesn't, you don't really get chased or found by the monsters very often. So it, it's all the atmosphere that plays on you mm -hmm. and the noises that you can hear. And uh, after a while, like your anxiety starts to pick up and that's what really plays on it because you start freaking out and doing stupid things. And then of course you're getting found for making so much noise by these monsters because they're actually actively walking around the castle seeking you. And looking for you and the more noise you make so if you walk in a door and like bang knock over a barrel and they hear that noise they're coming that direction and they're they're actively looking to kill you yeah but another aspect of the game that i love the most is the puzzle solving the puzzle solving in this game is unbelievable it's it's very easy to pick up on and learn how to solve the puzzles but finding where all the pieces of the puzzle are is extremely hard because they put them in different sections of the castle mm-hmm and the castle, I believe I counted the rooms at 1,430 rooms total. Oh, geez. From basement wow. all the way to the third floor. I, I played this game a lot. And I still play it. I still I'll pick it up like maybe every couple of months. I'll run through it really quick. Like I can get through the game now in about eight hours. Mm -hmm. How much I, I play it. And... Uh, when I first played through it, it was it took me 47 hours to complete it. Man, uh, not not knowing all the puzzles, not uh, knowing yeah. where to go. Um, yeah, no, I even remember at this exact spot, like right here, I ran out of uh, oil for my lamp, <laughs> and I didn't have any left, and I was stuck in the middle of like the water, and I didn't know how to get out. I was like, well, that was fun. That was a fun like adventure of a game." I'll pick this up later, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed this game from when I played it for sure. It's definitely like it's a very it's a classic horror game, mm. which it is really like yeah. It d definitely is a classic horror game. My favorite monster in the game is the invisible monster, and you can only see him 
in water. You can only see his footsteps in the water. You can't see him anywhere else. As long if there's no water around, you're not you're going to hear him, but you can't see him. That's he's got to be the best monster in the game because you know he's there, and you just start freaking out and running random directions, throwing stuff behind <laughs> you to block doors. Hopefully, you can't push the door open because you hear him, but you don't see him. And it, this game really plays on your mind more than it actually, you know, shows it to you. Like the Resident Evil games and Dead Space, you know what's coming at you in those series. You can all see everything. But in this game, it plays more on your mind, your 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 sound and hearing. Like you have to have surround sound to play this game. Otherwise, you won't enjoy the experience because you're never going to know where anything is coming from. Mm-hmm. You need to know if, like, you're walking through a room and there's a monster in the room off to the left of you so you can go to the right. Otherwise, you're just going to open the door to the left and walk right into them. Here you can see, like, the blood on the uh, right wall. That blood, as you get crazier, the blood appears more, and it actually hurts you if you touch it hmm. and takes your life meter away. Because you have your life meter, you have your sanity meter, and then you have your lamp. When your lamp is out or there's no light around, your sanity meter drops. And once your sanity meter hits zero, uh, your vision's so obscured, you, you pretty much can't make out much. It almost looks like you're underwater looking at things. You have spiders walking down the sides of your monitor screen, it looks like. And they make noises, so you can't really hear the noises that are going on around you. So once you go crazy, that that's it for you. You're, you're pretty much going to die if you don't get the antidote to get your sanity meter up. The room that he's in right now, this is actually where you meet the first invisible monster in the water. That's why he's standing on the boxes. Because the invisible monster, I don't know if he can see, but he can hear. So when you step in the water and make the splash noise, he starts running for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely also remember, like, this guy was, um, like, you would have, like, random pieces of limbs and stuff that are, like, on these boxes, and you can just chuck them over at him, and he'll, like, just sit over there and eat it. Mm-hmm. And, like, Those that's... were human legs and arms. Yeah. 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 Defend yourself with a human thigh, huh? <laughs> you, know, you, you pick up somebody's dead corpse and throw it in the water and he'll go devour it and it'll buy you I don't know six seconds maybe yeah hmm. nobody can resist quick. them hips <laughs> oh man they should cure his hips hips don't lie <laughs> um, I, know I play a... go for it oh I was gonna say I know I've seen a lot of people play and it you know, you're not wrong about the about like the horror aspect of playing on the mind because you, you get it you get it secondhand when I've watched people play this game. I haven't played it myself personally, but watching people um, play it, you know, you get that that anxiety secondhand. So it, it does a really good job of translating that, like what you're supposed to be feeling. But that's all I was gonna say. What were you gonna say? I, I would say I play a lot of horror games. I. I... I my horror library consists of uh, I have at least a hundred different horror games that I've played oh my in my God. lifetime. I need to hit yeah. you up and find out what you've been playing. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of horror. Of, out of all the horror games, I even play in VR. Uh, <laughs> this is I played VR horror games, and Amnesia: The Dark Descent is probably one of the scariest games I've ever played. Ever. It, yeah. it beat Outlast. It beat Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is a VR game, and it's pretty tense too, but 
that this one it just it really gets under your skin and like after like three or four hours of playing it i have to just turn it off and just like go watch teletubbies <laughs> just, just so i can feel better about myself because i don't want to go to bed yeah oh um, yeah they, they, first loading screen says turn your lights out play it with your headphones on and uh if you actually listen to that and do it, turn all the lights out, you have like no distractions, no light around, and put your headphones on, it'll be the best gaming experience ever. Just don't pay attention to the graphics, because graphics suck. I'm not even going to front on that. The graphics <laughs> are absolutely friggin' horrible. But yeah. this game is all about the gameplay, and that's what I love about it. Because mm -hmm. you I'm... don't really get good quality games anymore. They just throw a bunch of graphics at you, and it's it's a trash game. It's just got good graphics. I, mm -hmm. I hate you know... that. I will say that, you know, one thing that's good in terms of graphics, the, of the, you know, graphics being poor is that, you know, it runs on a wide variety of machines. Yeah, right? this, so, this honestly will run on pretty much anything. I've never even, like, heard of a machine that can't run, like, Amnesia. Yeah. To be honest, the only thing I would imagine is, like, a machine that doesn't even have, like, a graphics card. Yeah. Because this isn't a very intensive game, by any means. Yeah, that was Even, kind of like... Funny. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's just, uh, you know, exactly. It's like... It, basically anything can run it so if you're you know really strapped for cash and you know you're saving to build a pc or something like that or maybe upgrade your pc this would just be a good cheap thing to keep you occupied for a while mm -hmm. yeah but what were you gonna say Ryan? definitely but oh it's all good i was just gonna say like because the uh map layout so like with a lot of current horror games the maps are huge like, they don't really, they try their best to not have loading screens. And just to, like, keep that pace of, like, this is a horror game. You're not, you're not, like, getting that little moment of relaxation. But with this, like, if anything, one, the loading screens, like, build up on the background of the game. So, like, they're not even, like, they're not, like, a relief. They are for a little bit, but... It's honestly not even, like, that big of a deal, especially with an environmental horror game like this, where, like, it's not jump scares, jump scares, jump scares. It's a lot more of, like, there there could actually be horror at any, like, point in time in the game. There's never, like, oh, I just started. Obviously, it's just going to be fine, because, like, it really just, like, starts you into it. But um, the loading screens also make it, like, a lot easier to run on a lot of other platforms. Because you're not loading up like entire giant maps or anything like that, and it should—I I would think it'd be able to run on pretty much anything. To be honest, I can't really imagine anything that it couldn't run on. Mm -hmm. You can run this off of a processor graphics card that I... goes into your <laughs> i7 processor. I'm honestly not surprised. I'm curious what they even recommend for specs. I actually am too. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah. Probably next to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I need a or sound that, effect. that podcast. I need a sound effect for any time we do that. Just a oh, wah, wah. Yeah. oh, man. <laughs> you probably heard that pun a few times. <laughs> you know, not, not, we haven't done it. I think we've made a conscious decision not to do it that much. <laughs> I tried my best. I got you. <laughs> oh man. We just needed we just needed a dad to come on and start making the dad oh, jokes. <laughs> there we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I really like about it is they now came out with a level editor, 
where you can Ooh. go in there and make your own horror stories, and people can download it and play. Oh them. yeah, Ooh. that's Amnesia Custom Stories, right? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I've heard really good things about a lot of things that have been made in that. So some people have some really twisted minds. Oh, I'll tell Jesus. you that. I played a few, and it's just like, what were you people thinking when you did this crap? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yeah, so this is what uh, on the Steam page what uh, Amnesia uh, says for system requirements. Windows XP Vista or 7. 2.0 gigahertz low budget CPU such as Celeron or Duron need to be at about twice the CPU speed. 2 gigs of memory, 3 gigs of RAM, graphics, Radian X. 1000 GF6 integrated graphics and very low budget cards might not work. <laughs> oh man. Were those recommended or were those minimum specs? Re uh, system requirements. Oh, system requirements. Yeah, they don't okay. even have like a recommended. They're just like, yeah, this will run on anything. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, yeah, there's always the chance that it won't work on like a integrated GPU. Like just like inside the CPU. Mm -hmm. But to be completely honest, I really doubt it. Like, I really, really doubt it. Unless, like, you're running, like, an i3 or something really low budget. Yeah. It should run. Should run. Mm -hmm. I can't really imagine it not working. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I, I would definitely put this in the category of, like, a must-play if you even think about playing horror. Yeah. I, I would put this in, like... It is. Yeah, I would put this in, like, the category because... I I really liked uh, um, Outlast. I thought that was like my favorite horror game so far that I've played. Um, I've played Amnesia. I really liked it, but it wasn't my favorite by any means. Um, but yeah, I would definitely put those two are like, those are the go-tos if you're going to go play like a horror game. If you're like thinking about playing horror at any point and you're just like, I don't know a horror game to pick. You pick one of those. Yeah. That's just like, it's just what you do. It's kind of like when somebody is like, I should play a first-person shooter, and it's like, most people are going to probably tell you Call of Duty or Battlefield. Mm -hmm. It's it's the same thing. They're just staples. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this. Even, like, so many, so many horror games right now are based off of, like, ideas from this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you, you can tell. Like, there's so many things. Like, even the closet hiding mechanic, you were even talking about it for Dead by Daylight. I know a lot of horror games do that trope now, where it's just like, oh, I need to hide in a locker. Things are going to get spooky. And it's like, I if I remember it, I'm pretty sure Amnesia is the one that even brought that to, like, life. Aside from that, it was never even a thing, including, like, moving objects and things like that. Like, being able to, like, pick up things by hand and be able to do whatever you want with them. I'm pretty sure that was also an Amnesia-specific thing. Yeah. But yeah, definitely would recommend this to anybody, for sure. If you're ever even thinking about horror, you normally just pick this game up right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you can go with some of the Penumbra series if you want to be more modern. Yeah, yeah. I've also heard really good things about Penumbra. Um, I haven't actually played it. Oh, I haven't actually played it, but I've also heard really good things about that one. Um. Yeah. Penumbra is more modern. You have a flashlight, you, you know, flashlight batteries, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. The guys that are actually seeking you actually talk shit to you while they're looking for you. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so they'll like whip a door open and be like, I saw you go in here. And they'll like drag whatever they have behind them, like a big sword or whatever. And they'll start searching around the room and they'll just start randomly stabbing around corners. It's, it's a good series too, but it, it, it's not like amnesia. I like, I like the older feel. Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. the modern modern feeling in horror games. I, I like to do the 18th century or maybe even the 19th century, but n- not the 21st century. It's no fun. Yeah. Well, you know, nothing nothing is scary once we have cell phones, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why horror movies don't do well. Actually, Dying Light. What, what is it, Dying Light? I have a game where oh. you actually use your cell phone as your light source. Until and you dawn. have to snap pictures okay. and you can't see what where the ghost oh. are snapping the pictures it's almost like uh oh i have heard of a that japanese one yeah 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 uh it's not dying light i can't remember what it's called though because i remember you start off in like a school that one's also yeah. really like weird that one's more yeah, of like the re- yes that one's much more of the weird style horror game we're like this one's also pretty weird i'm gonna be honest this one's really weird but like dread out I don't, yeah, I don't have words to describe that one. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> oh, it's play just that. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've definitely seen a lot of gameplay of it, and every time I've seen it, I've just been like, what is happening right now? What is going on? But yeah. I would definitely put this in, like, the must-get category. Even, I'm pretty sure I've even seen this thing sold for, like, $2. To be completely honest. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine a reason to not pick up this game. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, it's two bucks. <laughs> it really is just two dollars for, like, one of the most staple, like, horror games. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to beat that price of, like, almost free. <laughs> I'm just Definitely. saying. Yeah. But, yeah. I definitely would recommend the play on that, and uh, if you want to waste uh, 300 hours like I have in it, then, you know, you might get 300 hours? I got nine! Custom. I do all the Oh, okay. Too. All right. I got you. That's like, what? Because I went through, like, the entire... It? Yeah, I beat it. I beat it in uh, nine. Um, but, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, it was really good. But then again, like, this definitely was not my first horror game that I ever played. Um, all of the other ones I have played were a lot longer. So, like, I got really used to, like, this game, the way that it plays and such. And it was just, like, it wasn't super, like, difficult for me to, like, get around. I think the hardest thing was, like, at one point the game bugged at, like, a specific section. And, like, it makes sense because it's relatively old. Bugs happen. Yeah. It's just a thing. Um. Yeah, that was the only part that really bugged me. That bugged. My me. first horror game was Alone in the Dark. There's my age showing. <laughs> I've heard really good things about that one too. Oh man. Yeah. My first right, like Danny. really in depth one was I think Outlast. So. Yeah. Sorry. Outlast was done very well. Yeah, Outlast I enjoyed. Was done very well. Yeah, I just I ran through that in four hours, start to finish, and I was just like, eh, <laughs> it could have been longer. Yeah, yeah. My my DBD played into that. I'm just like, yeah, did someone chase me? That's nice. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Danny, what did you review? 
Oh, yeah, I played a game, um, oh boy, <laughs> I played a game called Battle Rush. <laughs> it is a free-to-play World War II shooter that is like, huh, how am I going to describe this? Um, Call of Duty World War II had a baby with Fortnite, yeah, I think that's going to be the way I'm going to call it, um, Battle Rush. Let me tell you, there's some good things here. There's a lot of bad things here. Uh, <laughs> let me start with the good things. Uh, 64, or what is it? Um, I think right there it's showing 50, so 25 versus 25 maps. I think I saw some 64 person map or uh, servers. So, you know, 32 versus 32 player maps. That is great. Large games, fantastic. Um, inventive in many ways you know there's a looting system where you have to go and get materials and you can build walls and and build you know little buildings and craft your own vehicles and stuff like that that's fun you know to go around and get materials and i'll come back to some problems i have with that in particular in a second um variety of weapons and you can and you're not just stuck to what you load out with because you can get you know and you know if you're stuck with if the class that you spawn in as only has a um, bolt-action rifle, you can go find a carbine or an SMG or something like that in the, in the game. That's fine. Um, otherwise, like I said, the game has a lot of problems. And I guess I'll start with what I mentioned before, the looting system. And I, and I talked about this before the call, but I want to reiterate or before the stream or the the podcast started the game has a the, the looting system is incentive for your own teammates to grief and gank you if possible right like if you go into a building like say i want to build a car i know i need oil i need gas and i need parts mm-hmm. so i go to a building i find all three and this actually happened to me twice where a guy was, where guys grieved me because they saw what I took and wanted to make whatever fucking thing they wanted to make. There is no friendly fire in this game, and you cannot break walls with tools. Meaning, they can, if there's only one entrance to a room that you're in, let me kind of move back here so I can, um, they can block you in the room until you decide to either disconnect or kill yourself, which is what I did. <laughs> I grenaded myself. They would not absolutely let me go through. And it's because of that system that, oh, that guy over there took the fuel. I'm going to go try to block him in um, and, and, you know, fuck him over. So that's one thing that needs to be fixed for, like, the team thing. The team aspect was like either implement friendly fire so you can punish players who grief like that or make it so that friendly players don't have hitboxes that you can pass, you know, so you can pass through them or whatever. Yeah. Those are the two, like, if I'm getting griefed, I either don't want it. I either don't want them to be able to grief me or I want to be able to punish somebody. I want to be able to fucking throw a grenade at them and kill us both. Um... (laughs) That's just something I want, which would probably make griefing worse. So the better option is to make it so that friendlies can go through 
um, go through each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm kind of shocked that, because uh, a lot of games, at least they used to, um, the way they'd normally bypass so like that, they didn't even use, like, no collision. A lot of times they'd use, like, you'd be able to be actually be able to push them away. Like, your hitbox would actually collide with theirs, and because you're moving, yeah, they actually, like, actively move out of the way. So I'm shocked that's not, like, a thing. To be yeah. honest, that seems like a huge oversight. It is. Um, this is very much a game done by a baby developer. Very much. Oh, got you. Um, they clearly didn't get a uh i don't know where this is even done from let me even like look that up quick because english is definitely not this person's first language um when you first load into a game um it uh it you know you have the choice of allies which is how they spell it allies um or axis and then it's like once you select one it says um you know before you start just know that you can't switch teams so you have to stay on this team until the game ends and then it says i understood or i'll wait for a second and think or whatever you know but it's mm -hmm. like, i understood <laughs> Not, i understand i understood there's um, the the game mode that you play that I the only game mode you have access to is standard mode, not standard mode. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's very much that. Um, and oh God, a couple of the other things that this game needs to fix. Is there any actually like? This is probably gonna sound bad. Is there any good traits about this game? I mean, it's <laughs> it runs like, like basically ev on everything. Okay. The 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 bones of the game, the idea of the game is to go destroy the opponent's base. Mm -hmm. That's actually fine. You know, I see a lot of people just fucking around making this whatever World War II sandbox shooter they want. Um, and there's a mode I'm not able to access, but I'm kind of curious about. You know, and I think it would actually be really nice is if you could you know, make your own situations. Um, that's why I initially got interested in this um, because, you know, with the building aspect, I actually thought that would be pretty interesting, you know, that see if we can make our own base and then, you know, Ren can come in and, you know, help me build this base and, and then Darkseid mm -hmm. and his team can come in and try to take the base from us, right? Yeah. Um, I found that to be, but I don't see anything that actually allows you to do that. No private server options, anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, the 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 game itself has good bones. Like it has good op, you know. It has um, the gunplay could use some work, but it's not terrible. Um, it runs well, so you know it's not like you know some mm -hmm. opti unoptimized glitching. You know there are. I think I might have yeah. had like one glitch so far, and that was, um, you know, I was on I was on a machine gun in a building, and then I exited it, and then I went through the wall. But I was close to the wall, so I could see where the clipping would, you know. Right. And the gun yeah. was facing the wrong way because I placed it wrong. Whoops. So right, <laughs> that's the that's been the only glitch. I think you know, there's obviously some security issues with the game itself. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I think I've seen some speed hacking and stuff like that. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean the game. It's just such a a baby game. It's in such a state, you know. 
that it's fixable. It's mm-hmm. this is certainly not like late in the game's development, I don't think. And right. I think it is a, a small like I said, I don't even know who the developers are. Yeah. Um it's just a lot of small problems that are all combining together to just like make it yeah. odd steamy mess. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like it's a absolutely huge game either. Uh, and, you know, they have all the servers there. It's like, what, eight servers or something like that? Not that many. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's more like 12 servers, I think. Anyways, I very rarely see more than two or three of them with more than 25 players. I always see one that's almost always full. Okay. Um, or, all, or really close to being full. And that's the one I usually load into just because, you know, I want to see what it's like to, you know... Right. Um, and then I so a couple other things I think they need to fix is a proper tutorial mode that just says that that other because it just takes you to a Steam guide page when you hit the tutorial. I'm like, I'm not gonna read. Really? Yeah. Oh, like I'm man. not gonna read how to play your game, especially if the Eng- English in there um, is as bad as it uh, is in the game itself, right? Like if you didn't bother to get an English translator to properly translate your game so English players don't know, you know, don't notice things or aren't confused by the way things are phrased. Um, I highly doubt you did it for the tutorial. So that was one Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So, I mean, there's more negatives than there are good goods, but like the negatives are small. And I think it's just a game that I'm going to have to like watch and see kind of what happens. Uh-huh. and see the potential, you know, either shrink or grow in the game. Because I think it would actually be, you know, a sandbo- a World War II sandbox shooter sounds fun. When I can build when I can build bases and just, you know, have... And I think they do need to implement a private server mode where I could just bring people in and... All right, we're going to... You know, half of us are going to be on one side of the map, the other half are going to be on the other, and we're going to, you know, each build forts ourselves. You know, maybe not the <laughs> bases themselves right or a tower we're all you know one team is gonna just build a giant ass tower and the other team has to fight their way through you know something like that Mm -hmm. yeah um that's the that's the potential i could see in this game um i think they lean into that more the the building thing and kind of you know make it Mm -hmm. so the building is a bigger aspect of the game than um not then yeah there's potential there at least in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think we talked about this once before, but I was like, I remember talking about how I thought that that's probably probably the most exciting part that I see coming from uh, Fallout 76. Yeah. Because they're planning on doing something really similar to that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, honestly, I would even be down to see a game that's focused on like two teams or maybe like, Actually, yeah, two teams, and then, like, one gets set in, like, into a, a creator mode for, like, a certain period of time, and, like, they just have to rush to build, like, a base, and then, ta-da, like, that's your actual goal is to, like, defend that. Yeah. That would be really interesting in itself. So, Which, yeah. we'll actually get into that here in a little bit, but I've basically said all I've wanted to say on Battle Rush. I did want to mention one thing after, but I'm going to let you guys um, ask questions about this game. Mm-hmm. it's free right yeah i'm trying to free. remember okay that's what i thought i was yeah. like i don't remember I, I would not have paid for this game I like. <laughs> not, not in this state um, yeah so yeah okay 
any microtransactions or anything like that because no, i can't really see a reason for anything okay all right no oh another bad thing is uh leveling um mm -hmm. you're stuck with like a rifleman uh right at the beginning of the game and right. it takes a little bit to level up and when you finally level up that's when you access it's called like an assault and that's I don't know. There's just a lot of goofy nonsense with the game that they need to figure out in terms of the leveling and class system. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's Battle Rush. Yeah. Has good bones. Awesome. Developer developer needs to to put in a lot of work. Otherwise, yeah, good bones. I think it's a solid foundation for a game. I think it still would be good considered alpha. Yeah. Honestly, there's one thing that, I like, it, it's more of a thought than anything, but, yeah. like, seeing the actual base, um, like, character design and things like that, they're, they're really ugly, obviously. Oh, like, yeah. let's be real about that. But, like, oddly enough, the gun looks really, like, fine. Like, it, it yeah. looks okay. And I'm, like, are these ripped images? I don't, like, that's the, I know. That seems like a weird thought, but, like, yeah, like, they're, like there's a, a lot more, more design put into... Yeah, there's a lot more design put into that gun than, say, like, the actual character itself. Mm -hmm. And, like, the air, like the area itself doesn't look bad, realistically. Like, it looks okay. Yeah. And it's like, are the, I don't know. Are these actually... You probably don't know. I don't know. I'm, my guess yeah. is that it's probably Unity, uh, Unity assets. Yeah, because yeah, these look like they're probably Unity stock assets, yeah. is my these, assumption. This game is better than the standard Unity flip. <laughs> that's fair uh, that's um, that's good that's always good so it certainly doesn't deserve that stigma um, yeah okay i think i think if people were to look at this and say oh that's just an asset flip i think i would i would push against that and say no there's more here they actually there is some thought um okay. i think it definitely is probably just like a one-man team or maybe a you know really small team trying to put yeah. this together just a person like learning how game dev works and like mm -hmm. putting it into practice. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. My only my only question is if it is a single person and how are they managing the servers. I don't know what that. Yeah, that's a really good stuff. question. Because so there might be it might be like a five person team or something like that. May, honestly, maybe that was like the big reason why they made it was just to like test how to do because mm -hmm. like I mean, servers because that's not hard. Like that's not easy. Excuse me, yeah. that's difficult. Everything else is like not the worst to do like somebody can make a basic game it's not like super crazy yeah. but like running actual servers on the other hand is not easy in the slightest we even see it from like stardew valley taking like two years to like put in basic multiplayer functionality mm -hmm. so like i'll give them props on that like if you're making a free-to-play game and somehow able to run servers which is weird in itself yeah because how are you supporting the server costs um i mean props to you i guess mm -hmm. yeah i don't know that's just a thought yeah it's like yeah so i do want to mention one thing uh even though this is probably you know for the people who are listening or watching after the actual broadcast for um i think up until tomorrow evening you can pick up a game that i absolutely love insurgency for free to oh. keep on steam yeah i actually already picked it up i picked yeah. it up last night i, I haven't have, gotten the chance to play it but i have it now i have Feels over 500 good. hours in that game yeah I it's something i wanted to test really i will um 
We will load up together, Ren. I will show you the way. <laughs> I will show you the way oh, of Insurgency. Man. I know it's uh, it's free right now, I think, as a promotion for Insurgency Sandstorm, which I am super stoked about. It comes out in September. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you guys haven't picked it up, pick it up. It is worth it. And it's... Only and it retails for fifteen bucks. Regularly goes on sale for like two dollars. It's you know, and I don't know what the player base is gonna do after Sandstorm. It, the player base for Insurgency didn't dip down when I think the developers are NWI New World Entertainment or New No New World Interactive. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Why did I say entertainment? Because I'm stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, they, they put out a World War II shooter that was basically Insurgency with a couple other tweaks to it uh, called Day of Infamy on the same engine. And mm-hmm. player base didn't dip after that. So I have a hard time believing the player base is going to dip after Insurgency, but uh, Sandstorm, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's your, that's your uh, hot news. <laughs> Real quick, pick that up. It is worth it. It is so fun. <laughs> And uh, come shoot me with an AK-47, and I'll shoot you back with an MP5. Oh, man. Yeah, it's something that I've definitely kept my eyes on. Honestly, that's probably, like, one of the first shooters I even saw on Steam that was just like, I need to pick that up. But I don't necessarily want to throw money down for it. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to be honest, when I saw it go free, I was like, yes! Yeah. Oh, my God! Finally, I get a chance to, like, experience this. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm really excited. I know, I'm honestly pumped. I know. I'm probably going to pick up Sandstorm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks so good. It looks so good. Oh, I, I, don't even know, I don't even know if they've released a price for it. NWI, get at me. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me a free copy of the game, I will oh, for man. sure play it on stream. I will rep that like a madman. I will. Yeah. I have, like I said, I have 500 <laughs> hours in... Yeah. in you might the, uh, honestly you might want to contact their uh you might want to contact their PR. Yeah. Or anything like that. Because I'm sure they probably will, especially if they're like doing free like they're doing a free two day thing. Or like if you just pick it up, you own it. The end. Yeah. Like you can probably just be all like, I'm a streamer. Yeah. I, I would love to rep your rep your game. I'm a streamer with a Please podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just don't tell them any numbers. <laughs> No, honestly, like a lot of uh, a lot of um, companies will just like outright be like, sure, yeah, absolutely, we'll uh, we'll help you rep it even. Like yeah. if you if you tweet it out or something like that, we will retweet it every yeah. time. I know a lot of people have done that, mm. and it's like, yeah, I I would definitely recommend doing that. Honestly, like a hundred percent. So, that's that's me plugging for insurgency um you mentioned fallout 76 yes we did get some news from uh quitcon this year mm-hmm. but most notably one second i'm gonna find gameplay of something to put up in the background um this will work but most notably i think for the the topic and the idea for us at hand is Quake Champions is now uh, permanently free to play, and I installed it. I'll uh, I'll talk about it um, next week. Mm-hmm. Let people know you know what what Quake Champions is all about. Um, I know, kind of the benefit of having someone that's a little bit older than us is Darkside. What is your experience with uh, Quake? 
It wasn't called Quake in my day. It was Doom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I actually have played a little bit of this. Like, just a smidgen, because it went... I'm trying to remember. I think it was, so like, I... at E3. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you can go ahead. Sorry. So I, 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 I personally like don't play first-person shooters, so I don't play them. But my brother played the crap out of Quake. Mm -hmm. He probably put in about 2,000 plus hours in Quake. Yeah. At least. So Yeah. I know my... The Quake series is a more realistic, kind of like a uh, horror-esque first-person shooter. They've always mm -hmm. been, but the Quake series has gone more in a, a PvP direction than it has with the horror-esque uh, Yeah. Way. That's yeah. all I can really say about it, because I don't really play these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to actually play this as a kid. I think this was like the first PC game I ever played was like the very first Quake. Um, yeah, definitely was focused on horror before. Now it's a lot more of just a I, I, I'm trying to remember what they even call them, because I think there's even a specific name. I think they're even called Quake shooters now, just because like the high action, like high paced shooting, like PVP thing mm -hmm. has just been so stylized to Quake. That, like, not any other places do it. The only one I can think of is Doom itself. Like, the uh, the most recent Doom game. Which they Also, I was, like, a fairly high-paced, like, PvP in. Which they're all done by the same studio, right? It, I... It or someone with Bethesda. Because Quake Champions is a Bethesda game. And so is the current Doom series. And Wolfenstein. Um, I think they're I think all, right. I, I'm like 99.9% .9 sure that Wolf, that the original Wolfenstein, Quakes, um, yeah. Unreal yeah, they Tournament, are. they're all like done by the same team. Yeah. ID software. Yeah. yeah. It's software, ID software. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that whole like nineties Quake shooter aesthetic. And I know there's another game that came out. Oh God, I'm gonna have to like double check and see. Cause I played it, um, before. Like, this time last year, I tried a um, 90s-style shooter. I, uh, I think it was, like, Toxic, I think, that, hmm. that, tried to, that tried to bring it this style back. Let me see. Mm -hmm. um, but it failed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had a free-to-play version with, the, you know, the, the picking up of the weapons and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was – I just saw it. Whoops. It it's uh, toxic T O X I K K. Um, hmm. Was was similar to this. That's another free to play for anyone that's uh, interested in these kind of shooters. Um. So yeah, I mean, this one free to play. I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that next week. I've only played maybe three games with it. I yeah. just wanted to see how it ran and. Um, if I, if it was going to be even worth me checking out, mm -hmm. um, in more depth, but yeah, uh, I know that this one is more character based than, uh, than other, than quakes have ever been. I think, I don't think any of them actually have yes. like character abilities or anything like that. This one does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember because I did play this once before I played it for a few hours just to like get a feel of it and see how I would like feel about the game. Mm -hmm. I remember there being an odd like 
it makes sense now, especially if they're going to like put it as a free-to-play game in general. But there was like a lot of uh, microtransactions. That was the one thing that was like, wow, this is odd. Yeah, I've seen I've seen microtransaction stuff in there. So yeah, I'll I'll, de- I'll determine how needed they are. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, later. Yeah. Um, I do remember. I'm just gonna talk about it just for a little bit, mm-hmm. just from what I remember of it. I really actually enjoy like the high pace action like FPS sort of games um, in comparison to like say Battlefield or something like that. They're like too unrealistic where like you don't even really rage. You can a little bit, but like it's just like it's too unrealistic and it's just fun at that point because yeah. it's like so out of this world with like it's random shenanigans. But um, I do like I remember the gameplay itself felt okay. It wasn't the best shooter I've ever played, um, but it felt okay. I I didn't really have any like complaints with the gameplay itself. A lot of the complaints I had was mostly from the microtransaction side, mm-hmm. if I remember right. But yeah, definitely for sure looking at though, hundred percent. Especially if it's free, I kind of expected it to take this route. To be honest, because mm-hmm. I believe at E three they announced um, that they were gonna like. They were going to put it free for a few days. And, like, the player base shot up and then just, like, shot straight back down. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah, you might you might have to, like, do a different strat here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, And then other things were done at QuakeCon. Uh, more details came out about Fallout 76, which I know Ren and I... Oh, I'm so fucking excited. I haven't read them yet. Man, I... <laughs> I just don't want to feed into the hype machine that will that will just lead to disappointment, like what happened with Fallout 4, right? Everyone was jerking themselves off to Fallout 4. It's going to be the fucking greatest game ever. <laughs> you know, it's going to be so fucking big and expensive, and it's going to have all the systems. And then they came out, and it's like, oh, no, not all the systems are here that we want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They gutted, you know, they gutted and you know took out all the, like the charm of the game and stuff like that so i'm like i don't yeah. want to feed into that i don't yeah. want to enable the game devs for fallout 76 to get lazy and shirk i am mm-hmm. excited for a multiplayer uh fallout i think that um they have done pretty well for elder scrolls online i know a mm-hmm. lot of people had pro- had problems with elder scrolls online yeah and i think a lot of those people also just played too much wow <laughs> and had MMOs ruined for themselves by WoW. Uh-huh. WoW was just like so good. Yeah. Um, or people went into it expecting it was going to be like an entirely multiplayer Skyrim, and didn't rec- you know recognize that it was going to be a MMO and not just mm-hmm. you know uh, a a Skyrim with friends. Um. So I am curious. I am I am curious to see what's going to happen here with 76. Yeah. Um, um I'm kind of like I I wasn't the person that was just like, "Oh, dude, love uh Fallout 4 best game." Just yeah. best game. I wasn't like that, but I actually do really enjoy Fallout 4. To be honest, I never really like had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um the biggest problem I had, honestly, yeah, the uh 
like the heart and soul of the game is not there in comparison to what it's been before because it's not really a choices matter game anymore yeah it really isn't like for the most part like the it doesn't matter at all like what choices you make it only matters if like you're interested in seeing a plot and then you just reload and then you just go do the other one because it only like it's not that difficult to just do um but yeah the one thing i did really like about fallout 4 though was actually how it looked like it was like such a huge evolution in comparison to like new vegas and fallout 3 Mm -hmm. in comparison to like the performance was okay it's not great but it's okay um but the graphics are really like solid the gameplay itself is good like it's actually really good in terms of gameplay Mm -hmm. um the biggest problem i had with it was the choices matter element was gone so if they can bring that back which i don't that's one of the weird things is i don't know how you're even going to be able to bring that back in a multiplayer setting yeah or if they just plan on leaving it all together well here i hope they don't do that but it's possible here's what i would like to kind of see with this game and we'll we'll sort of see is can you make a map or a, a server private and can you mm-hmm. retain the the consequences of what happens on that map right yeah. so can i can i play with you and you nuke a part of the map because we know that's going to be a part of it and you nuke mm-hmm. a part of the map and i can go me and you can both log off and then like an hour later we can both come back to that server yeah. you know basically make it like a rust or a minecraft or uh you know uh seven days to die or whatever mm-hmm because I don't want it to be like Sea of Thieves where that stuff doesn't really, you know, that that things yeah. will spawn and things will, you know, come back. I don't really necessarily want that. Yeah. Myself. I want I want something where I can I can be with my friends and we can just utterly destroy a map and then when we're done with it we can go back, you know, we can reset our server. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I think if anything, they'll probably they're probably not going to make it permanent, mm-hmm. but they'll probably make it a decent enough period of time where it's like, okay, all right, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, if somebody just nukes a portion of the map and that map section is, like, not available anymore, mm-hmm. that can be a huge hit. Like, that can be a huge hit for, like, big elements of the game. Well, So they... I could see that being a problem. Well, one but... thing that they did announce uh, with in during Quake Quan... Quake Quan... QuakeCon was that the benefit of nuking is that you actually open up things and you create new enemies and uh, potential weapons and stuff like that. So there's actually a benefit, like in the end game, that if you nuke a portion of the map, you know, okay, things change for the players. Um, I got you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they've also implemented. They've also talked about some like anti-griefing stuff, like your bounty. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go and start um, killing other players, you know, similar mm-hmm. to how... And they, they kind of set it up similar to GTA, where yeah. um, if you start randomly killing other players, you appear on everyone's map, and your bounty is actually taken out of your resources. Um, which, that I don't particularly care for. I don't think that, you know, it your bounty should be taken out of your wallet. I think it should just be a part of the in-game economy that the bounty will just appear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially if maybe you're not, 
maybe you're just the winner of a firefight, not the instigator of the firefight. Right. Um, I think that's a potential issue. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, there's some other things like the the special, which is like the the stats portion, which they kind of got rid of stats as a whole in Fallout Four. It felt like, in terms of the consequences of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is gonna be like on a card system. I did like I just recently read that and that confuses me to be completely honest I just because I'm like reading it and I'm like I don't fully understand how that's gonna work out yeah we'll have to so, read more yeah. about that or maybe they'll have like a gameplay video or something like that that shows how it affects the game mm-hmm. yeah but, I'm interested I'm intrigued yeah I'm spooked but I'm intrigued yeah but uh yeah what do you what do you think, Darkseid? Do you have any thoughts on, on 76? Or I know you don't really do the, the shooters, and I don't know if you do survival games, really. I actually played a lot of Fallout 4. Okay. Because, you know, it happens to be based in Boston, and since mm-hmm. I live in Boston, I was like, what the hell? Let me go check out the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. So I am actually looking forward to 76. I am going to grab it when it comes out, because I actually like the Fallout series. It's actually really well done. I like mm-hmm. 3 a little better than 4 for the sheer fact uh, the RPG systems were there. They're yeah. Gone yeah. Now. yeah. I, I, they, they took away their best aspect. Yeah. I, my first Fallout game, and I've played maybe halfway through three, was uh, New Vegas. And I absolutely loved New Vegas. It is still one of my top five games. Um, and yeah, I was so just, I, I didn't actually pick up Fallout 4. I just played a little bit of it on, on different people's systems and, mm-hmm. um, you know, started to play through like on my buddy's PS4 or whatever. And I, I, kind of knew from that point that i didn't want to pick up fallout 4 for myself when it came out right um yeah. maybe now you know maybe I'll yeah i think it's now. even like 15 dollars right now yeah like as we're talking right now i think it's on sale yeah i'm not so, super sure though you know for me it would just be one of those things it's like the, the rpg aspects are gone you know there's a lot of things that i really liked about the systems in three and uh new vegas that i would definitely miss it doesn't feel right to me um without it in the game so yeah, um, some interesting stuff. I probably will pick up 76 just because, it, and I, it, it's to me, 76 doesn't even need to be a Fallout game, right? Because it's multiplayer. I want right. to just create stories with my friends. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think there's a lot of people who are compl- who are being like, but is it going to be a Fallout game? Like, what does it matter if it's going to be a Fallout game if it's multiplayer? Well, I, I'm like mixed opinions on that part because mm-hmm. at one point, like, yeah, it's a multiplayer game. I don't expect it to be like it wouldn't even make sense for it to be an RPG style game. The thing I'm worried about is like say that they decide to make like another single player game down the road because yeah. I don't think they're going to just ditch it. But like they've already they at that point they would have already made two games that have like no real RPG value yeah. realistically. And it would sound like they're just like cutting out the system entirely and just making it like action RPG. Mhm but not really like your character doesn't really have an important personality. You'd be making a far cry with yeah, with a yeah. Fallout skin on it. Yeah, and I get you. On yes. That. Yeah. That would be my biggest worry. Yeah. To be honest. Where they where because... they start thinking that that's what Fallout fans want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I think part of that was the uh fall the Far Cry 3 um the Far Cry 3 marketing was like it's like Skyrim with guns. 
they're like, <laughs> yeah. do people want games without RPG elements? Yeah. Do they want Skyrim with guns? They. Oh god, we should well, give them Skyrim with apocalypse guns. Yeah, or or, <laughs> we, or I think just to me that was like the bit. I think that was probably it. Where it's like, oh, people, it doesn't matter if we have an extensive RPG system set yeah. into the game. People are gonna yeah. play it as long as it's open world with a bunch of weapons. Right. And yeah. I think that's and to be honest, I completely get it from like a developer side. I entirely get it because like putting in an entire like. There were so many things in, like, Fallout 3 and New Vegas that have, like, underlying plots that people don't even know about. Yeah. Like, there's just so much random stuff. And, yeah. like, you could easily just cut that out and, like, ta-da, you save money. Yeah. Oh, Easy. we don't we don't need to talk about... We don't need to do a whole thing about the great cons? Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I know. even remember when I was doing, like... Because I was watching some videos on Fallout 4. There's even a lot of, like, background stuff in Fallout 4 that doesn't even get talked about. Like, there's a corpse that's inside of a wall, inside of, like, one of the main places. And, like, it apparently comes from, like, a rumor of real-life times that there's, like, a person in a wall inside of, like, this government building or something like that. Dark, and can, you, uh, can you confirm? All this stuff? It was so really weird. The Italian mob... When the building was getting built, they killed off a few guys that owed the money, and they threw them in the cement in the walls, and they're actually inside government centers' walls. Their bodies. Yeah. Damn. And like, yeah, and you'll actually find like their bodies and stuff in the walls, and you don't like if you're just playing it and you don't even think about it, you're just like, that's weird. Why is there a body in the wall? Whatever. Mm -hmm. You you move on like immediately. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of underlying depth that just it doesn't even get talked about. And, like, the, that stuff is really the, cool. The layouts, the streets, everything in Fallout 4, it's actually completely accurate. Like, I could go in that game to where I work, and my building's there. I can go to Central Square. It's a crater because that's where one of the bombs hit, I guess, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's there. I can go to Harvard Square, and Harvard Square, everything's there and exactly where it is here. Yeah. Just, you know, blown up. So they actually, it's completely accurate, minus they forgot Somerville. Hmm. Yeah, I do know it was 76 is going to be set in West Virginia. I know spirit lone spirit is uh, from West Virginia. So and he he is probably gonna be one of the guys that we play with. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll have to ask him and be like, so uh, how accurate is this to West Virginia? Um, and I know yeah. Waz is from Virginia, but I don't know like if you know, how right. much he's like spent in West Virginia, if any. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's been a couple other things announced, you know, other stuff, you know, mostly Fallout 76 stuff, I felt like. Mm -hmm. um, also, wasn't there like an upcoming Doom game? That's a thing, right? I'm yeah. not crazy about that. I, I think, I think there was some Doom stuff. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just remember hearing about it from E3. And they were like, we're going to talk about more QuakeCon. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't check out anything about QuakeCon. So I'm kind of in the dark. Yeah. I know I had, um, of course, anything that anyone is writing about right now, IG and mm -hmm. GameSpot, is all 76. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's see. Let's see what Tech Radar Doom Eternal. Says. That's what it is. Doom Eternal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doom Eternal gameplay reveal. So that was revealed. Free mm -hmm. to play uh, Quake Champions. Did you guys play the new doom 
I played I, a little bit of it. I didn't get super into it, but I did I play it a little bit, and I got really like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I played. Yeah. How how was it, Dark Side? I'm I'm just curious. It was okay. I, I played the original one, so mm-hmm. it's just based a complete remake of Doom One. And if anybody played, Doom oh, one, okay. it's just just newer style graphics. You know, the monsters look a lot more realistic, not cartoony. You know, put a little bit more of the horror aspect in there, but. Mm-hmm. one with a reskin got you i actually i honestly didn't even know that i thought it was like its own thing <laughs> to be completely honest i thought it was its own thing mm-hmm. so yeah awesome cool um some other things that we learned from QuakeCon. one thing even though i don't have any expansions i'm kind of curious to see um elder scrolls online wolf hunter dlc uh had a trailer um i think there's probably some more stuff in terms of um uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends card game. I'm sure there's some announcements there. Um, and then, what else did they get? Uh, Rage 2 extended gameplay. Uh, con- yeah, that was about it. A lot of 76 information and um, gameplay. So we'll kind of see how that how that goes and what we're going to really get out of it. Gotcha. Right on. <laughs> I'm I'm also like a little bit I'm I'm probably too hyped, but I'm really excited. Yeah. I I have to agree though. I'm really hoping that there's some sort of like allowing privacy to servers. If there's any server customization at all, I'll be so happy. Yeah. To be honest, because like I could see them just being like the other servers. That's it. Yeah. The servers you can make them private, I guess. But like I would love to see like setting durations on certain things mm-hmm. and like maybe enemy difficulty on the entire map would yeah. be neat things like that mm-hmm. well and i i think i've said this a couple of different times when you give players the opportunity to create their own fun with the tools you give them such as private servers you're going to retain mm-hmm. your player base because they're going to be yeah. able to come up with ideas you know like i remember when i was playing call of duty in high school people would make our own private games and we'd do like um you know, before before Infected, it was even a game mode in Modern Warfare 3. You know, we did it in um, Modern Warfare 2. Before mm-hmm. uh, somebody played, we did like a, we called it Michael Myers, I think, where it was basically tag. You know, someone would come around and, you know, you could shoot them, but uh, they had to knife you. And if they if you got knifed, then you had to swap to your knife and, you know, go get somebody. Yeah. Right. So when you allow that freedom of control in a game, it's going to retain your player base. Yeah. And players Op- aren't going to be bored. Yeah. Options are never a bad thing. Yes. Options so are always good. Give them. Always. Give us the options. Let me control my server, please. Yeah. Even <laughs> if you're giving me like a random ass option of like, oh, no guns are on the map. I'll be like, that's weird. I'm going to use it. I'm gonna find out what this is about. I wanna see like how absolutely terrible this is gonna be. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, it's just a bunch of players struggling against fucking like super mutants with baseball. Yeah. Bats. Yeah, replace oh. all enemies with super mutants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> death claws, just death claws everywhere. <laughs> death claw, death claw, death claw. Yeah. Hold on. I, I I'm hoping there's a lot of customization. I don't expect there to be a lot, but I'm expecting there to be some. Yeah, like, I yeah, I hope there's a lot of I hope there's privacy options, so I'm not getting ganked by some rando who's not even a part of my fucking group. Um, 
Yeah, I just get ganked <laughs> by some dude with a fucking scoped energy rifle from fucking like half a map away. Nah. Yeah. I'm about that. I'm not feeling that. <laughs> yeah, and these better not be client side servers because I will lose my mind. Yeah. I will peer -to -peer absolutely peer -to -peer. lose my shit. Yeah. If it, no, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna deal with peer to peer. It's not gonna happen. You better give me a dedicated server. I'm gonna lose my all of my mind. <laughs> all of it. Don't give me the DBD syndrome. Don't do it. I don't want to, like, play a game, and the dude's just like, I'm lagging! Your base is gone! It's like, yeah. no, I don't want that. <laughs> at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, if you give me dedicated servers and customizations, I'll be happy. Yeah. That's Dark side, it. do you have any questions? Or any th or questions? Do you have any thoughts? Any other thoughts you want to throw in here? About anything at QuakeCon? Anything about 76 or the... You know, champions or anything? No, because you know why? I don't pay attention to games that are coming out anymore. I stopped paying attention a while ago. I like to be surprised when something comes out. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And then mm -hmm. I just grab it. I don't feed into the hype no more. I, I, I don't care. If I want to play it, I'm going to play it. I don't care about anybody's opinion yeah. these days. I'm just oh, going to play hype. it. I, I don't want to try to feed into the hype machine, and I know we did a little bit here. I embrace the hype machine. I <laughs> I live in it. I don't know, man. I don't want to. I don't want to hype anything up too much. I. I know, and I know we did a bad job. I did a bad job here, doing it. But uh, I just don't want to feed into it and just know that I fed into some inevitable disappointment. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's always a risk. I always a risk. believe me. I've played more than enough games. Well, I, I don't pre-order anymore. Yeah. I normally don't pre-order, or and I don't buy early access. Yeah. It's not a thing anymore. I just don't do it. I already got ripped off enough with Daisy. Yeah. That's more than enough. <laughs> by a mile. Yeah. I mean, but, I wasn't uh, even, like, hit that bad by Squad, but I'm like, I paid into early access with Squad, and there's just a lot of things that they need to still fix. Two years yeah. after I paid $40 for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything else, guys? Anything else you want to mention? Anything else we want to talk about? real quick think, we're getting a little I late think I'm here good. yeah yeah i was like noticing wow we're getting a little bit later on yeah but yeah i think we're good i think we're all okay yeah hey, okay yep so let's start with dark side dark side where can people find you what's coming up what are you doing all that good stuff well they're going to be able to find me in about 10 minutes on my stream because i'm about to go be some more drunk by daylight <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to be dumping jaeger bombs every time i die and every time someone kobe's Everyone else drinks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and where's that at? That's at twitch.tv forward slash D-A-R-K-S-Y-D-3. Nice. He, he, Darkside knows how to do it. He must have been in radio. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, anything else? I mean, anything else that people can find you at or anything else you want to plug? Anything to plug. I only stream for fun. I, I I don't care about girls for me. Okay. Uh, Ren. Hi. Hi. What's uh, up on your channel? Oh, dude! In like half an hour, I'm gonna be streaming the hell out of some more Monster Hunter World. Yeah. I'm like, I just got to a part where like it's getting difficult. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, but yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash one one four seven. Hopefully, I didn't butcher my own name too hard. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter World for a while. I think Wednesday I'm going to play a little bit of Warframe, but aside from that, I'm planning Monster Hunter all week. I'm still, like, super into it. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. Cool. Um, yeah. 
Let's see. Coming up on my channel, I think I'm going to be playing some Elder Scrolls Online tomorrow night with some friends. Um, probably running some dungeons and stuff, grinding out. I'm trying to get a character to champion level. Um, mm -hmm. Friday night, I'm not sure what I'll be doing. Probably do some Dead by Daylight with uh, Mr. Darkseid if he's available. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, Dungeons & Dragons coming up on uh, Sunday. We had a really fun session Sunday. Uh, so if you guys don't already follow me for that, fall, you know, come on in. Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Otherwise, uh, follow us on Twitter, at NTNPod. Uh, I have an Instagram. Just look up Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. -E. That's the Twitch name as well. We have uh, YouTube where we upload the VOD of the podcast every Thursday after the show. Um, I'm going to start doing reruns on Thursday for the show as well. Um, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so subscribe and follow us on there. Just look up Next to Nothing Show. Otherwise, I think that's it. I think I think we're good. We good, boys? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Yeah, so, we could get a lot later than I expected it to. Yeah, I say we're at a we're at about <laughs> fifteen minutes over what we usually do, so yeah, a bit longer of an yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put us here, and goodbye, guys. <laughs>